Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Jenny. How are you? I am doing so great. I'm having uh, the breakfast of champions. That would be diet orange soda and tiny chocolate cookies from Ikea. How about you? (laughs) I like the ones where they have the raspberry and the cream filling. That's I had to pick between the two of those and I picked chocolate and you're telling me I picked wrong. I'm going to remember that. That's absolutely wrong. By the way, Ikea no longer sells fabric. I know. I know. I was so sad. Yeah, but they still sell duvet covers. Okay, but I drove two hours to get fabric. (laughs) I was like, I finally, we walked through all the stuff and I'm like, where's the fabric? And she goes, oh, we don't sell that anymore. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because we'd walked through areas that had displays of sewing machines because they used to sell sewing machines. Mm. There was a sewing machine and there was a craft corner that looked like a sewing corner. I'm like, seriously, update your fake rooms then <laughs> I was super sad um but we came away with lots of other stuff so it was fine <laughs> well we have a couple of sponsors this month one is um Sheila O'Kelly uh she has donated one of her large circular makeup bags you get to choose which one you want and she will ship it anywhere in the world and these are lovely you know Sheila O'Kelly makes everything so so beautifully um yeah. go check out her website if you haven't checked it out it's sheilaokellydesigns.bigcartel.com she sent me a lovely um bag that's not she sent me the makeup bag too, but she also sent me these other bags and it's just so well constructed and she's yeah. chosen the most beautiful fabrics as well. I highly recommend um, Sheila's work. Yeah. If you follow Sheila on Instagram and you've always wanted to see whether or not she's as good as she looks, she she is. You can check out her bags, uh, especially if you win one, um, but they're absolutely amazing. We're also helping Terrence William to get a brand new sewing machine by offering um, a prize of one of Terrence's headbands, which we'll purchase and have sent to you wherever you are. In addition, if you've already bought yourself one of his headbands, send us the evidence and we'll send you some punk frocker labels. And as we've a had a few people helping. do that. We have. It's very exciting. So, yeah, we appreciate it. Terrence is super close to his goal. By the time you hear this, it's always possible he'll have made it. But honestly, his headbands are amazing. So go yeah. buy one without hesitation anyway. Yep. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. What have you been sewing? Okay, so I've been sewing non-size inclusive overalls, and um, (laughs) if you join our Patreon, you get to hear a little bit more about that, um, because that'll be coming up in an upcoming episode. Um, But in addition to that, I've sewn a quilt. Um, You did? I I haven't put any pictures up. Honestly, I didn't take any before I gave it away, so I have to ask them to take pictures. (laughs) How big is this quilt? It's just 50 by 50. It's, It's a lap quilt. Oh, my God. So is it a quilt, uh, strip, like, like, do you piece it or is yeah, it just strip pieced, strip pieced, but strip piecing is so easy, right? You just line up a bunch of strips and you piece them and then you cut them up and then you put them back together. It's very simple. And then a, how, a what was your method of quilting it? Like, um, okay. So on that, I did cheat. I have a friend who has one of those big quilting oh. machines to walk around. And so I cheated in that way. But if I hadn't, I'd have quilted it like I normally do, which is just through my sewing machine. You know, well, you uh, but know, this- domesticity has one of those machines 
Oh and yeah. They're wonderful. Yeah. 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 They're wonderful. When you get to that stage, I think they're great. And if you want to do like, in my case, I picked out a pattern and so I programmed it to do the pattern, um, you have to but hold I have it and make it do it or it does it itself. Um, this one, it, it, does it itself. I don't have to do anything, okay. but, but they also have the option of like, I could have said, Oh, I'm just going to do this randomly, yeah. but I was in a, in a hurry <laughs> because I Jenny's needed to make hurry? it quickly. I know I needed to make it quickly. So I did whatever. I'm just saying it that was one of my things. That's <laughs> cool. I also made 130, um, linen napkins. Why? 18 by 18 inch squares. Okay. So when this comes out, I'll already have given them away. So it's okay for me to say, um, at my workplace, we are about to go back to offering two lunches a week for employees. We have a commercial kitchen. We have staff to make those lunches. And at the first lunch, everybody's going to get a napkin with, um, the company hand stamped on it. Wow. You are extra man. I know I am. I'm terrible, but it's practice because my Former son-in-law is engaged, and the gift that I've offered him and his fiance is to make the napkins for their wedding. That seems excessive. I mean, what like, else am I going to do? She doesn't want the gonna, wedding dress. Is she going to then have a hundred and some odd? Oh, two hundred, and for that's herself? up to her. She can keep them for herself. She could tell everyone to take their napkin. She can provide a stamping station. She can do whatever she wants. Okay. Wow. But she won't have to rent them. Yeah. So. Okay. Nice. I'm just saying, I'm, I can't help myself. Maybe I you should make 200 of them and lend them to people. Then you wouldn't have to keep on doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting idea. Not like bad. It. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> maybe that'll be my next, uh, my next wild uh, possible business. Um, but I also made a couple of York pinafores, which go up to a size 62 inch hip. Oh, good. And this is a Helen's closet pattern. Previously it was uh, limited to a 58 inch hip, but it has been updated. Um, I don't know when it was updated. I just know that it was, and I have made one in a gray denim. Um, that is a lightweight denim, probably an eight ounce denim. And I made one out of a Ruby star canvas. Um, the same canvas that I believe I got you in blue, that kind of blue with the gold on Uh it, but, but I made it in pink um, with with the gold on it. And I've made these before. And when I made them before I made them according to the body measurements on the garment, (laughs) And I was super unhappy with them because they were big and floppy and way too oversized. But when I was at that sewing event that I went to in June this year, this past year, um, I saw someone who came in and I'm like, is that the York? And they said, yes. And I'm like, but it's, but it's like close fitting. And she goes, oh yeah, I had to make it much smaller because I didn't like the bigger size. And I thought, oh my God, that's brilliant. And so I made it with the size 22 for the bodice part. And then I went out to the 26 at the hip, which is the size that I like in their other garment that I make that is not size inclusive, that size 26 at the hip, even though at the time I made it before, I would have been the 62 inch hip and I'd have had to make the size 34. And if you think about that, like now I would have to make the size 32 instead of 34 Mm -hmm. for my actual hip, but that would be so much bigger than I would want it to be. I like this as a close fitting garment. Yeah. And so, 
Um, so I've made well, that's two the thing of those. about sewing, right? We can choose what fit we want. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the thing that was frustrating to me is this one's illustrated on the front by illustrations, not humans. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you go out on the internet and you look at picture, pictures of people wearing them, it is not clear to me that this is an excessively oversized garment in all of those pictures. It doesn't look that way. It looks I like see. a sort of normal, not close fitting, not like, not like knit fitting, you know, no negative ease, but it looks like a normal garment with maybe four inches of ease max around the hip. And this would be much greater than four inches of heat ease at the size intended. Mm. And at least on me as I'm wearing it, because this, you'll recall, it's sort of like overalls. It's got that mm-hmm. deep scoop on the side that comes down close to your waist. And if that was as big as it was on the first ones I made, it's floppy. That flops around. It doesn't, it mm-hmm. doesn't stay out at that even size from your body. It looks, mm-hmm. it looks sloppy to me. It doesn't look intentional. Yeah. It may be intentional, but it didn't look intentional, mm-hmm. which is different than what they may have meant. Yeah. So I do size that one down. I'd recommend if you love the York pinafore and you've been unhappy before, just think about whether or not the size you made gave you the ease you wanted yeah. and whether that could be part of the problem. Because I, I have found having made it smaller, it's it's a favorite now. I love mm. it. And I'm trying to think of how I can make it funner by like adding a ruffle somewhere, because obviously that is what's missing from, mm-hmm. I'd say, every Helen's Closet make is there aren't enough ruffles. <laughs> <laughs> I think Which, Helen has a, an aesthetic more like mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think it's intentional. It's not yeah. a criticism. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out how to add that. And I'm thinking maybe on the York pinafore, I could add like a narrow ruffle at the hem, for example. Yeah. And so, or or like when I do the pocket, if I do the kangaroo pocket, mm-hmm. I could put a little ruffle at the top of that. There you go. And have it there be adorable. So I've got some plans there. I really recommend it. It's a super simple pattern. It takes less than an hour to sew up. It's um, easy to cut out. It takes very little fabric for someone at my size. It's one of the few things I can make where if I've got two yards, I can probably pull this off. Oh, wow. And there are very few patterns where that is a true sentence <laughs> for me and my me body. Either. Yeah. And so now that's because I'm making it as a closer fitting mm-hmm. and it's an above the knee, but not, a, I don't do the short, short version. I do the just above the knee version. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fabulous. I love the pockets on it. It's patch pockets for both types. I find the kangaroo pocket a little bit harder because I actually have to, hear me out on this, mark where I'm putting it, <laughs> as opposed to the pockets that go on the side where if I just, if I line the side seam up to be correct, I, you know, I don't even have to pin those really. <laughs> <laughs> They're just fine. But the kangaroo one, there's definitely- so You don't like in. measure from top, make sure the angle's the same. And- I, I use my eyeball and I'm like, ah- and they're fine. So, you know, you could experience it in a different way and that's fine, but they are still relatively simple. It's not like those patch yeah. pockets are rocket science. They're yeah. um, the, the ones on the, the overalls I've been doing are much more difficult to make sure they get lined up <laughs> because there's this, um, yeah, there's just a lot more of them and it's more noticeable, especially yeah. since I do a lot of contrast pockets. <laughs> well, I know that Sheila Kelly uses the, um, patch pockets of the york pinafore for a lot of of dresses and it's stuff it's a nice pocket yeah I it's, mean, a, it's big a big pocket. pocket it's really big and it's, and well it's set in on the side it's not a full patch it's only patched oh, around the curve it's I see. sewn into the side seam on the side i get it it's on top of the top of the garment right yeah so it's still patch but the patch is the big curve around it uh-huh the, 
one part of it is sewn into the seam, which helps. I mean, it makes yeah. it faster and easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. like magic. Oh my God. I could put those on overalls. Thank you for this, Beverly. I had not actually <laughs> thought of that. And yet, obviously I could do that. Oh, mind blown. What have you been up to? <laughs> Well, um, I have made my first two makes of the year were the So House 7 free range slacks, which is just, you know, it's just appropriate to be my first make of the year because I make so many of them and I love them so much. And um, I, they come up to a max hip of 65 inches and they're elastic waist. So the waist doesn't matter as much. And I go by my hip size on it. My waist size would put me two sizes larger on their, um, in their size chart, but I just go by my hip size and maybe mine isn't as, you know, elastic in as somebody else's, but I like it. And I use the leftover Merchant and Mills purple slash navy gingham gingham fab uh, linen that I had. Um, I had originally bought this linen for a very fabric hungry uh, project. And I chose to do the um, zero waste dress from Birkita Helmerson um, zero waste gather dress. And that, that used only three yards. And so I had two yards left over to make these and I love them. And it's just, they're so comfortable. I love them so much. And then to go with it, I made this, um, top from this blouse from Vivian Shao Chen, and it's called the Nephilim blouse. And it's very interesting. So This blouse is not what you would consider maybe the normal for me because there's ruffle around the neckline, but it has this like, I love the way it's done. It has a wide neck. You have your choice. You can either have a a high neckline without the ruffle or a low neckline with the ruffle. I imagine you could leave that ruffle out if you wanted to, but the way the ruffle is put in and the neckline is beautiful too, because it uses bias tape to kind of seal it in. And um, you make this ruffle that stands up, maybe about an inch, it stands up um, all around. And it's just so comfortable. The sleeves have a lot of volume, but not at the shoulder. The shoulder is set in. And then at the bottom, they come in to a cuff. And at the bottom of that cuff, there are a couple pleats, kind of like the Tamsin dress. And I think it's just a beautiful pattern. The the shape is A-line in the top. I really like it. I put a post on my grid that showed some areas where I need to uh, adjust it for my next ones. It's perfectly wearable. I've worn it twice, Uh, but the, the shoulder on it comes uh, before the hinge in my shoulder, I needed to take it out quite a bit um, for the shoulder. The other thing is it's a bit short for me. Uh, this is common for me. I'm tall sewist. And so I usually add an inch um, in, in sleeves and in hem. So I'm going to do that. And then um, the other thing is the dart's a bit high. So that's also <laughs> a common adjustment. Did you make the B cup or the D cup? Because I made a D cup on this one. The the B cup doesn't have darts. Yeah, because I'm looking at the picture for it, and the picture isn't showing darts. Mm -hmm. So I would not have known that there were darts in the D. I would have guessed you would need them. Yeah, but on the the illustration, they don't show the darts. Yeah, there's. I think there's only one size that 
um, overlaps for both of them. And that's a size five. And so, um, yeah, I chose between them. I decided that I would like the darts in it because, um, I was thinking that because that's the the top is this sort of tenty thing. I found a lot of times if I don't account for that, I get a um, I get this odd shaping on me um, where it just seems like you know I don't know it, it, like tenty too tenty if I don't yeah. have the darts in there. So I tried with the darts. I like it. I just needed to put the darts a little lower. So for my next one, I've already fixed the pattern. I haven't cut out my next version. The one thing is like, I'm kind of debating on which fabric to use. I love it in the linen, but I have this really interesting, um, lightweight kind of poplin. Maybe it's poplin. I don't know from, uh, I think it's from Atelier Brunette. It's really, I, I really, really like it. And I think I might make it out of that, but I'm still debating. I think it needs a little bit weight to hold it down though. I think that's, I, I think that's really neat. Do you get both size bands when you buy the pattern? You sure do. That's wonderful too. I wasn't sure um, on this one because sometimes when they do different cup sizes or different blocks, right. they make a decision about how they're not going to have that be available to you in both ways, right? And I was really glad too, because I wasn't sure which one was going to work best for me because sometimes the larger block doesn't just have cups, you know, like bus starts. Yeah. It also no, has I, a different I shaping. totally get that. Yeah. So this, it, it seemed to work really nice for me in the larger block. Yeah, no, I, I love that. That's just shot right up my list because I think, I think I could make that into a dress really easily just even by continuing the line of it, because it's, it's intended to be quite loose at the hip even oh, at the yeah. size that would be appropriate for my high bust and my bust measurement, which is yeah. much smaller than the size that would be right for my waist and my hip. And so um, I, I love that idea. Wow. That's just lovely. And, and Vivian Chow Chen has um, increased um, her size range over a relatively short time. I mean, I don't remember her patterns that long back, but um, some of them have a smaller size range and now her max size is uh, 60, 50, 62 inch hip. And so glad yeah, that's to see wonderful. That. That's really, really wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate the introduction to that designer and that pattern. We do have a couple of new patterns to talk about. The first one is a size upgrade. And this is an overdue one, in, in my opinion. But this is um, Grainline Studios Willow Tank. And it sizes from uh, 14 to 32. It's updated to a max size of 58 5161. It is a very simple, um, it, it is a, a simple uh, tank top basically with an addition for uh, a, a skirt. And it really is just like a, an extra addition. There's no gathering anything for the skirt. I made this a long time ago before it was the size expansion. And it was one of the first things I made when I was starting to, and it was my first experience with having bus starts and things that were, um, you know, really, I couldn't believe I could make this tank top fit me. I'd, I've been looking for a tank top that would fit me for years and, and, and not gape at the, at the armholes. And I was so impressed with it. So I'm very happy that she has finally decided to, or she's decided to, um, to update this pattern. Yeah. I, I think that's really wonderful too. Um, it took me a moment to find it on the website in the larger sizes, because when you do the search on the word willow, it does not pull up 
the willow pattern for the larger size is you have to go shopping. So I did, I did put two, I put both bands in our, right. uh, in our, in I, our, I totally understand that. Yeah. I, okay. I just went to the website to look for it and I searched on willow and it did not come up in the larger size. Um, I had, I had to make a different effort to get there. So just in case anyone else is lazy and weird, like I am, I figured I'd point that out. Um, but it's, it's a cute looking, uh, little tank dress. It's like a nice, simple one. I bet that's one that I could pull off out of a relatively small amount of fabric as well, which is always kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so excited, excited. What else and have the, we got? The, um, the, the one thing I just wanted to mention, the, the major difference oh, yeah. between this and like the Ashton is that it's a uh, bias faced and not an all in one, um, facing, mm like a, you know, full facing, although you have that option on the Ashton as well. So the next nice. one we have is from So Over It. And So Over It, um, their Pippa dress, it has a max size of 57, 50, 60. And I thought it looked pr- interesting. It has this asymmetrical design that gives the idea of being a wrap but it's not. And right. um, it has a line of buttons going down the front, but Jenny, don't you worry. These are just for decoration. <laughs> you do not need any buttonholes. Um, it, you can leave the bottom buttons off if you want as well. Um, there's shaping provided by bust starts on the front and waist starts on the back of the bodice. And it creates this um, lovely silhouette uh, they say the Drex closes with an invisible zip on the side, but we think it probably closes by a good tug as we, uh, pull it down yeah. without the, um, without the zip on the side. And they've got versions in there for a mini, midi or maxi length. And then they have sleeves sure. that are short sleeves, like elbow sleeves. And these sleeves that I really like those kind of bell shaped coming in, but all of them, uh, fitted sleeves. and um, Really nice. I think uh, so over it, I think it's a great option for people who have like office jobs and or dress like they have office jobs and they're just professional looking. I think so. And to me, it's got a retro feel to it with the buttons as a possibility on the front. I think one thing that might be cute, it'd be a little bit more fiddly to do would be to use those um, little button loops that are made out of the really, really skinny fabric and buttons Rulo, on this, yeah, even uh-huh. you wouldn't have it be open, right? Don't have it be open still, right. but right there at that edge, because I think if you swapped it in that direction, it's suddenly it's a 1940s dress. I mean, it's a hundred percent a dress you could have purchased in the forties. And I, I love that. Um, I really love that as a concept and as a look, I also have noted, and I don't follow a lot of celebrity news, but there are a couple of celebrities that I follow their Instagram because I like their basically their politics. And I've seen dresses that look just like this starting to show up on some of those. So it feels very of the moment as well. Oh, the timing great. feels really great where it's got that angled closure with the buttons. And I don't know if it's a true closure on theirs or not, but I think yeah. just that look is so, so cool. So I like good it. call. Really, really love that one. So this week is our final week of the so local fabric or the local fabric pf local fabric <laughs> hashtag pf local fabric this is our recap of that and we got I, there <laughs> yeah and i suggest you go in there there's a couple of different uh p- people who have used pf local fabric and pf local fabrics 
So just make sure you check out both of those uh, hashtags because you'll get some ideas for local fabric stores, maybe in your area, Um, ones that are maybe, you know, closer than Australia for us. Or if you're in Australia, there's a bunch for you there, too. So the first one I wanted to mention is from Garden and Sew, and uh, she's made one a. A top that I like, which is the fielder top for Merchant Mills. Um, the fabric is this laundered linen that she got from Miss Modens at Miss Modens. And that is um, a local fabric store for her in New Zealand. That probably means it's Miss Mod NZ. Oh, New yes. Zealand. <laughs> yes, I'm a ding dong. Sorry. Yes, that's probably right. <laughs> Miss Mod NZ. <laughs> but it's but it's awesome. And I love that we do have so many listeners around the globe who are pointing us in the direction of new possible local fabric stores that are, that are overseas. Yeah. Um, it's really cute. And it does look like it also uses the the ribbing that may also be from Merchant Mills. Cause I know yes. they make some really nice high quality ones for that. Yes. That's wonderful. The next one that you've got here is Yolanda's underscore makes. And um, this one is using a, uh, um, what do we call them here? Duvet cover. It looks like a duvet cover is what's been cut up to make this. They're calling it a, um, where was it? Help me out. Duna. And I don't know what a Duna is. I'm assuming it's a duvet cover. They've used the pillowcases to make some shorts (laughs) for someone, but have used something else to make matching pants that had a giant toucan bird on it. And they've just used the color and the brilliance of that to create this pair of pants. And I think that is super cool. In addition, they've done something I'm excited to do in the future. They've added eyelets to have a a drawstring. And there are a couple of things I want to do with that. One of them is I just want to make the, um, oh, help me remember the name of the the garment, Beverly. This is um, Friday Pattern Company. It's their dress that has the gathered neck. There you go. I want to make the wilder with with eyelets for pulling things through and, and making it fit slightly differently. So anyway, I like this one. I think it's super cute. I liked a couple of things about it. I also liked that the 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 PF local fabric on this was local fabric that came from what they call an op shop. So they took things that were somebody else had discarded and instead of letting it go to the landfill, they made a garment out of it. And it is a really cool garment. Um, and another thing that I like about this is that... Um, that she put in the max measurement of the pattern that she used so that people who maybe are not in that size range would be able to see, not waste their time trying to find it. Yeah, that's a good point. I do love it when that shows up and I often forget to include that information myself. Feels to me like we really are only representing other countries this month in our call out because we have another (laughs) one, Augie Outside, um, who got their fabric from Wellington Fabrics. And it is a a screaming beaver from Canada image there on the front um, out of what is described as the world's softest French Terry. And as a a big fan of Bucky's, also a beaver-based company, I do love that. Um, I I do love that very much. And it is wonderful. And they got it from a local fabric store, um, Portland Mill End store, which means they may not actually be from out of the country, but their pattern fabric is. It's Canada. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, I I like this a lot. Um, And one of the things I like is this keep, this reminds me, this is a patterns for pirate 
for pirate mm-hmm. pirates pattern. Whew, that's hard to say. And it's called, I think it's called like game day something. It is such a cool pattern that I I keep needing to make something for myself because of course I'm a sports fan and um, I'd like to make one like that. And they had their um, their local store. I think it's a really adorable make mm-hmm. too. I also love this shirt because I can remember growing up how much I enjoyed wearing the ring sleeves. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, patterns nice. for pirates typically go up to a really good size range. This one's indicating a 5X, which doesn't, tell us as much as it could but my experience with pattern for pirates is that they go up above my body size so I I tend to assume that means this is probably above my body size as well it's it's super cute love it um that wraps up what we had to show this month for pf local fabric I do want to encourage you to go to our Instagram page and find the post where I ask people to tell us their favorite local fabric shops because there are 40 or 50 options in there for you to take a look at and they're all worth going out and and checking out. A lot of pattern comp- fabric companies will have free or reduced shipping options available pretty frequently, which can make it an affordable option for you compared to, yes. say, your local spaces. And, of course, you have the opportunity to really build a relationship with a pattern store um, across the country or across the globe. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. very exciting. Um, there should be a clue coming up for next month's themes on the website. Okay. Um, I already know what the clue is going to be. I haven't even made this yet, but I already know what the clue is going to be. The theme next month is really cool. And I think the clue (laughs) is very, very obvious, but it doesn't matter. It's good. It's when it's, it's reminiscent of my childhood. Um, the, the, the clue. I mean, to be fair, aren't most of our song clues pretty much plucked from an era that could be considered reminiscent of one of our childhoods. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. If young people want their songs in there, they'll have to help. They'll have to volunteer to be part of our podcast. (laughs) No, we're we're not looking for volunteers at this time. No, we're not. (laughs) Um, If you'd like to sponsor a prize for an upcoming method month, just reach out to us via our Instagram page or at punkrockers at gmail.com. While we do obviously typically sponsor prizes that are very clearly in the sewing arena, we occasionally will have themes that um, that may have openings for prizes that fall outside of that arena. So um, reach out to us if you've got something you think you'd like to give away to someone anywhere in the world. We'd be glad to hear about it. And uh, with that, I guess we will see you next Tuesday. The Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.